0: Hello and welcome to the Alt Left.
1: Bucket, let's do it live. Bucket.
2: <laughs> welcome back, everyone, to episode something of the Alt Left. I don't know. We're not on uh, our usual stream chats. So I can't look in the uh, in the uh, URL and see what it's eighty six. Uh, yeah, you see, I, I do a lot of prep before we, uh, before we go. Just so you know, hours
1: and hours worth of preparation. Oh, yeah, this, this this is a craft. We are nothing just, if not dedicated.
2: Yeah, this is nothing about me just you know slapdash and drinking coffee after work bullshit. No, nope,
1: none of that. None never, of that.
2: Never, never, never. So we're doing a live show. I hope people show up. If my mom comes, we'll have two people. It'll be great. Um, awesome. We got the usual suspects. We got Matt and the Reverend Doctor K.
0: What's hey, everyone? going on? <laughs>
2: And joining us is uh you know, honestly, the favorite ship of all time. Jordan from the 805 Uncensored Podcast and Heather Schmidt from Up Schmidt Creek without a schmaddle. <laughs> and Schmidt talks. <laughs>
3: what's
2: up, everybody?
1: Oh, what's up, Dorks from uh Glimmer and Chaos? What's up in the chat? First person.
2: <laughs> all right, cherries
1: popped.
2: Now <laughs> we're fucking superstars. Now we're family. all downhill
1: from here, man. All downhill from here. Yeah.
2: So.
0: What's
3: I been mean, going on? I mean, there's nothing really to talk about. Everything's perfect, well,
1: right? Well, well. Joe Biden came out and called the right semi-fascist. And that pretty much was an end to fascism right there. Right, everyone? You we know it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, super leftist communist Joe Biden, uh, you know, came out and was just like, yep, the right semi-fascist and. That sucks, and maybe we should all just come together and hug it out. And the next day, fascism was dead, and the queen died. Yep. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Obama.
3: <laughs> you know, what we really should be focusing on, though, is the stage, not not the threat of fascism. Yeah. The, r- the red, dark, evil, dictator stage. That That's what the central focus should be.
2: I, 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 I did post this in our last podcast. Like read the fucking room joe like what was that though he was just like no seriously i want to go sith lord for this one
1: like yeah it it looks like he was just watching the movie v for vendetta for like a week straight was like that's how i should look
2: he he literally went to an intern he's like hey what's meme bait
4: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) because like seriously like it was he gave ben garrison a gift is all that was
3: Oh, God, yeah. ben, ben
2: Garrison. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. The stage was stupid. Um, but, yeah, Joe Biden, he really did pull a good one because he managed to, to, to kind of do a magical thing, right? He managed <laughs> to both make right-wingers super sad. And accomplish nothing for leftist principles at the same time. And that's usually hard to do. Usually, But Joe Biden's really good at that. I mean, let's be fair. He came up and said nothing will fundamentally change. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. nothing will fundamentally change. I'm going to (laughs) put cops on every street corner in the fucking world. And somehow he's still triggering right-wingers.
3: And that's the thing. He's always going to trigger right-wingers no matter what. Yeah. So he might as well fucking appeal to the large majority of the Democratic base, which are legit leftists.
4: Which is super I mean, weird, too, think-
3: because <laughs> he is a right-winger. Yeah, that's that's a fact.
4: I really just didn't know, like, who... I mean, it, I felt like his whole thing was just appealing to his, his base, and that was it. Like, that's what the whole thing was intended for, you know? And uh, I don't... I mean, I think that... I almost wonder if, like, the dark Dark Brandon thing, like, the whole setup with the red and shit... I almost wonder if that was just to try to get their attention because otherwise none of them were, none of them were listening. I mean, I, a lot of the channels didn't even cover it like Fox, ABC, you know? So I think that they were just, I, I felt like it was just in a speech to his, his base, you know, preaching to the choir ultimately. Um, I didn't really see the point.
2: I don't, there's <laughs> already been Democrats who were like semi-fascist. That's a bridge yeah. too far. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's like
2: I don't how do you limp dick half an insult yeah. and still be considered like the most divisive man of our times? It's it's absolute insanity.
0: No, he's the most progressive president we've ever had before. Didn't you know that?
2: Yes, he is simultaneously yeah. the most progressive and also he's
0: Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I think well, it was just super tone-deaf set up by someone who just had no idea. I don't think he had any anything to do with it to be quite honest and it's really yeah, the that people calling him hitler don't mind hitler
2: like that's the really weird part to me it's like the people who are like he's like Hitler, are like people who are like well he did have some good ideas like these are the same people the venn diagram is a perfect circle here like, i don't i don't get how the far right gets to like compare anyone to hitler and think of it as an insult like that's your bro that that's your bread and butter like 1488 like that is literally like where the 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 neo-fat, the neo well, it is neo-fascist, but also the neoliberal yeah. like movement in America comes from. It didn't Ooh. ever go away. It's the same thing, it's part and parcel. It is the condemnation of women, uh, the condemnation of gay, of, of queer people, and uh, the condemnation of the poor and the colored and anyone who's disenfranchised, anybody who's not a wealthy, landowning white male. We have not, nothing has changed in the, since the 1750s in terms of power.
1: No, not even a little bit. You know what got me the most? Again, I don't know why I'm surprised. I keep expecting better from the Democratic Party to keep being let down. that's
2: where you fucked up. Yeah, that was was my first mistake.
1: mistake. But it's like, what is the right? One of the things the right is always great at is they get these fucking slogans and sayings and just hammer it, hammer it, hammer it. And not only does the right eat it up. But the centrist gobble up too. this idea that Joe Biden is this super left radical is pervasive to the point that even people, even liberals are just like, yeah, he's just super left. Like he's a little too left for me. And it's just like this was the one opportunity he had to really give them that same energy back because like everyone on the left was like, yeah, Joe, you're starting to get it. Go further. Hammer it down. He could have been on news all week long, just being like, no, they're fucking fascists and doubling down and tripling down on it. People like that, that rhetoric. They want more of it. And it was just like, nope, I said it once. And, you know, it was kind of ironic because everything behind me looked like I was the fascist. And so we're just <laughs> going to leave it there, you know, and well, I'm just like
2: the weird thing is like, I, and I said this in the election, like the Democrats will never do that. And it makes no sense, right? They will never go for broke when it would benefit them because yeah. they're not leftists, They're not liberals, even. Like, the Democratic Party isn't even a liberal party. Nope. Right really isn't. Bernie Sanders is a liberal. Okay, mm-hmm. that's an actual fucking liberal, is Bernie fucking Sanders. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's a far-left socialist. No, he's a liberal. He's barely left of the center. And... Centrist like, anywhere else in
3: the fucking world.
2: Yeah, he's a centrist yeah. in the fuck In Europe. So, like, the, I don't know, the, like, expecting, like, them to put him to push for anything. It's like, no, he's a fucking Democrat. He's a conservative. And that's... Mm-hmm the last election they could have done the same thing i was saying like why why isn't the dnc going for broke here right because and they totally could have because the vote blue no matter who crowd was going to vote blue no matter who right the, the the boomers who were lifelong democrats were going to vote for whoever the dnc told them to they will be spoon fed a candidate and they will fucking vote for that person end of story Every time. but all the people who were protest voting trump because they wanted bernie or they wanted whoever it doesn't matter they were already going to protest away from Biden. So why not go fucking hardcore? Like, go to Cuba and bring Asada Shakur back. Get her fucking clemency and make her fucking run for president. Like, go hardcore. Bring in some fucking socialists. Bring in some fucking anarchists. Like, let's bring in some actual fucking leftists into the conversation. Because why not, right? Even if you didn't want to go that hard, Get fucking, bring Noam Chomsky in, whatever. Like if you want to go milk toast, like you can find someone way far left of any of those people and bring them in actual intellectuals who believe in leftist ideals. And then you actually would have had a coalition of the left and the liberals. And it actually would have been a power move. Like, if they actually cared about power, that's the kind of shit the DNC would do. Because the Republican Party is so mind Kampf puppy-kicking evil, right? Because they're mm. so fucking obviously Swazi-jerking-off to fascists. Everyone who isn't that is against them. So you actually, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to unite the center and the left. And they didn't do it. And then you have to ask yourself, why didn't they do it? And it's a simple answer. Yeah. They don't care about power. They don't care about achieving people in office or a certain amount of political power, changing the country or ideals or platforms. They care about fucking money. The point is to keep themselves entrenched in the long term. This is a political party. They don't care about the next election. They care about the next 50 years. And to do that, you need to appease your corporate donors. You need to keep the prison company, you have private prison industry going. You need to keep the military industrial complex going. You need to keep the private banks that are funding your entire party going. And to do that, you can't go too far off the rails. You still have to be part of a corporate capitalist greed machine. And the Republican Party is part of that the republican party keeps the dnc in business and vice fucking versa yeah oh yeah so that's that's why and so i don't know like that's it seems weird to me that anyone's like how come joe biden isn't going for broke it's like why would he why would he ever oh he's he's getting back student loans like this is the dude who made it illegal to declare bankruptcy on them right joe biden is the reason to have this fucking debt. yeah Yeah. he created the problem and didn't even resolve it it's like, nope. it'd be like if someone walked up to you, you ordered a nice dinner at a restaurant, they come, they took your plate away, and they're like, okay, here's a crouton. And you're like, oh, my God, he gave you a crouton. Best guy ever. Like, that's what's going on here.
1: Yeah. And, and, like that. What bothers me the most is already it's getting challenged. Like the right are challenging it left to right. Who knows when this is actually going to go? Uh, it's up in the air at this point because they could have cut plenty of legal challenges to it. The right could keep this bogged down in court for years if they want to. Um, and it's just like, if you, if we already knew this was going to happen, you already knew that like the right was always going to hate this. It Wait, didn't matter no, if he forgive 10
2: addendum here. The right can keep it bogged down in court if he does it the way he's choosing to want to do it. Joe Biden could executive order this shit.
1: Uh, agree 100% yeah he refuses yeah, to do that exactly because he doesn't really want to fix anything this is kind of yeah, what I'm Gold just saying. It's, a good,
2: it's an important caveat
1: yeah absolutely but it's like there's no excuse for this you can be like well we didn't want the right to you know get really there you could have forgiven two cents for everybody's student loan and the right would still be acting the same way they're acting now exactly don't care like <laughs> so go for fucking broke go all in and actually please your base for once in your goddamn life
3: Right. He did a measly 10 K worth of cancellation and his poll numbers shot up like crazy. It's almost like there's a correlation there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like when you do things to help people, they want to keep you in power. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it blows me away though that like, it's kind of like what Chris said. This is actually the croutons. Like we're getting crumbs and we're acting as if we just got an eight course meal. And Mm -hmm. we can't keep this up like that. That's the part of it too. It's like, we've got to get past this point of being happy for kitchen scraps. We really do not even kitchen scraps.
3: Right. Look at the stimulus checks. Americans were over the moon for 600 bucks or 1200 bucks. Right. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Look at the rest of the world getting $2,000 a month, bare minimum.
2: Trump yeah. did more for COVID than Biden ever did.
4: Yes. Yes. How
2: fucking scary is that? Me and Heather and
4: talk worse. all the time. Yeah, it is yeah, getting worse. worse. It's getting worse. It's getting a lot worse. You and Heather
2: talk when I'm not around. I don't like that. That makes me <laughs> uncomfortable.
4: <laughs> right, now
3: it's
2: dude i am six foot two inches of walking fomo don't you don't you dare
4: (laughs) (laughs) but the the uh the covid i mean it's gonna get so bad now and it's just stunning to me that the one who defunded it was joe biden like I just it's crazy it's hard to really wrap my head around and then every step that they go further I mean now they're talking about privatizing it and it being mm-hmm. you know only for people with insurance that are able to get things like tests <laughs> yep. and shit and it's like I mean,
3: the CDC <sighs> is literally fucking genocidal at this point
4: yeah at this yeah. point
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, big bro, big Tuskegee
2: big. experiments. Like, you think American medicine, governmental medicine? Oh yeah, I'm like only there, talking right? about
3: COVID though. And hey, what's
2: up, Thaddeus? Um, but um, I mean, but it's been the way since Again, like, again, it's, it's so funny, right? How like the liberals really like to go after um, I almost said Dick Cheney. Jesus Christ, I, 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 <laughs> the, the, the the Southern <laughs> gay Republican guy. Um, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. absolutely totally heterosexual lindsey graham um totally not in the closet lindsey graham um and no it is not okay to make fun of gay people nor is it fun to okay make fun of closeted people but it is okay to make fun of closeted people who use their positions of power and privilege to fuck over the queer community fuck lindsey graham he can eat a dick only if he doesn't want to so the next (laughs) thing is uh we like you know the the liberals like to nail lindsey graham to the cross right for saying um fucking you know they're like oh well if you know uh with, with the whole supreme court thing where it's like oh well if the next president uh you know if trump is is leaving office we'll hold him accountable we won't put a, a, a justice up there they did and they're like oh see you lindsey graham's a fucking liar and it's like joe biden literally there's you can look it up on youtube right now campaigned on the promise that like oh no if i'm president i will give out all covid vaccine information around the world i will uh, oh, allow yeah, third world nations to be, uh, make their own vaccines
0: the and it never Which, happened. By
2: the way, people are like, oh, but it's private. Issue. No, 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 no. The American citizens bought it. That was taxpayer funded. That is taxpayer funded vaccine. And um, no, couldn't do it, couldn't give it away. Nope. So, now how again, how many people in India, how many people in Africa have now died in South America? Have died? Like, what's the fucking yeah. kill count on yeah. how many people Joe Biden has let die for his donor base? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I see no difference in Winston Churchill's fucking Indian famine during World War II than I do Joe Biden's refusing to release IP on COVID vaccines. He literally killed untold thousands of people.
3: I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. As always, we're we're in an echo chamber, so you're not going to get much argument on that. It just – I think what blows me away – we've talked about this before on our podcast is we all kind of knew Joe Biden wasn't going to be good – I don't think any of us expected him to be worse than Trump.
2: I did. And, I called it. Go back, listeners. Listen to the podcast. I said <laughs> if Biden wins, it's going to be worse. Yeah. I called it. It just – it, it, it consists, me. In my and tiny and, cup.
1: Well, I think what's – for me, one of the biggest things that just blows me away, it's not that he's worse. It's that he's worse and Democrats still think he is the most – greatest progressive president on the fucking planet. Like, it's made me lose... Like, I have lost so much respect for people that call themselves Democrats now, because they will simp for him left and right, and when you start pointing out all the horrible shit he's done and continues to do, the best they got is, well, he forgave student debt and let trans people back in the military, and I'm like, cool, and...
4: (laughs) You know, the the disturbing thing to me about it it is is that uh, it's like they can't even like they can't even like accept it. Like the other day I was talking to somebody about how when Biden had covid, he, you know, promised he would wear a mask for, you know, 10 days or whatever after his wife had it um, because it was a close contact. And then like the next day he, you know, went to an event, was kissing babies and all of that shit um and not wearing the mask and i commented on it and they're like unable to even accept like that that's real like that really happened and it's like but wait a minute it was on cnn or it was on the news you know um just like with the the deaths that of people that are vaccinated it's like they're unable to even like accept it you
0: know once again cognitive dissonance is a bitch
4: yeah. Yeah, and they and will it,
0: find any and every reason to to just ignore anything yes. they want to for any reason.
4: Yeah, it just that's the thing that's so stunning to me is just that they're just they cannot they just like cannot accept facts in their face. And that's the exact same shit that the, Ma, you know, the MAGA Trump people have done. Just unable right? yep. to accept reality. Um well, and it's
1: what blows me away. It's while they're doing that, they're literally looking at the Trumpers and going, what's wrong with you? Why can't yeah. you engage with reality as they're over here talking about how great a president Biden is? Yeah. Just like, OK, if that's the way you guys want it, I mean, time to point out why you're an idiot, too.
2: I don't know. I feel like if you could accept reality and society on its own terms, you wouldn't be a conservative. Mm
3: -hmm. The people that I actually argue with the most on social media are not right wingers, but they're MAGA liberals.
1: Yeah, Uh, agreed. uh, Oh, uh, Glimmer and Chaos is uh, mentioning QAnon has been ramping back up as well. Yeah, she's not wrong. Not wrong at all. Like it, it's scary. You know. Yes, I just, I don't know what the path forward here is. I mean, going back to the fascism thing, I mean, I'm going to go to Webster's Dictionary, like a political philosophy movement or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition. Like, though like the right has become textbook definition of what fascism is but we've also got democrats and and we've said this before on our podcast i kind of want to get uh jordan you and heather's take on this is can we really say that the democrats as a party anymore are are not fascist if you're going to enable fascism are,
3: are
1: are are you any different than a fascist I mean, yeah. that, that is the question. I, I don't know that that's the case anymore. It's kind of like the, the, the same stances like ACAP, you know. Are, are there good, decent cops out there? Probably. Do they choose to work in and enable a system that is horrible and oppressive? Yes. So I, I don't know that you can separate them from the system at that point. I think the same is true with, with Democrats, at least as far as the elected Democrats go. I, I think all of them are complicit.
4: I actually think that, I actually think the democratic base is the most complicit in it all because you know the thing that when I worked for the California Democratic Party which was like 15, 15 16 years ago they, their their idea their idea is fight fire with fire and what was so what was so disturbing to me uh watching Biden's you know dark Brandon's speech, or whatever you want to, whatever that speech was, was I immediately thought, oh shit, there's going to be a lot of people in his base that think that the way to fight fascism is going to be to be a little fascist too. And sure enough, within a day or two, I start seeing all these people that I have known for a long time who are very involved in the Democratic Party, the California Democratic Party, and they're calling for things like censorship. And it's like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> now, you do not fight, you can't fight fascism with fascism. Like, that, that's just not how it works, you know? Right. But I think a lot of them, uh, and we see this with the Democrats all the time. They think that if they do what the Republicans do, what the GOP does, that they too will be as successful as them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I just don't, I don't see how you can, I, but again, you get back to that, uh, that dissonance, you know, they don't see what is, they're doing and what is going on in front of their face because I guess, um, you know, their guy said it and that's all it boils down to. If your guy says it, it's okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, and I, I didn't actually think about that. Like you actually make a really good point, Heather. Um, because I was, I looked at his like weird, like you know, fucking, uh, you know, fucking Sith moment up there, and I was like, why would you choose <laughs> that? But you're absolutely right, like, again, and that's kind of the appeal of fascism, right? Like, we talk about fascism; it has an appeal for a couple reasons. If you're in the in crowd, right? Because that's what fascism is, is. Who's the fucking in crowd, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and so. Yeah, so exactly. It's the petty bourgeois. It is those who wish to be that upper crust who are the working class. And if you can pin all the problems on someone else, sure. The other thing that really appeals to fascists is the strongman. And that's what Trump was going for. Uh, Trump was never that, nor did he ever even try to present that. Like, that's the thing trump was always like i'm really awesome and i'm super rich like he literally just constantly touted his own wealth that mm-hmm. was that was kind of his claim to fame that's kind of the thing he did right and so like he didn't actually tout himself as like i am this super powerful buff dude who's gonna kill everyone but then like <laughs> once he got into power his base really dragged on that. like you've seen him how many mm-hmm. times have you fucking seen um that Trump flag where he's like standing on a tank and he's all super buff or they like, they completely, you know, they put his <laughs> head on fucking yeah. Sylvester Stallone's fucking Rambo yeah. body and shit like that. Remember when he like, posted that? Yeah, but that's what they want. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what Putin goes yeah. for. Why do you think Putin yeah. rides horses topless back when he was in right. shape? Like, love because that that's strong what he did. bullshit. I am the strong man. I am this. But fascism relies on a strong man, right? It needs an other. So you need your Jews, your communists, your homosexuals, your people of color, your whatever, you know, the goddamn Swedes. Like, whatever. Like, you pick an other, you know. There always has to be an
3: enemy. Yeah. For
2: the United States, it's Mexicans. That is our other. It's Mexicans and it's Muslims those yep. are other because it has been indigenous people and black people forever well we killed all the indigenous people and joe biden has done a great job of supporting the three strikes and keeping all the people of color locked in prison so now we gotta have concentration camps for mexican people we still gotta have our war on terror it's been going on for how long 20 fucking years we've been doing this bullshit yep and it requires a strong man and so what is what's he doing you're right Dark Brandon is going for this, like, I'm going to appear strong so all the fucking liberals will <laughs> think I'm great. And, and that's all he did. He literally just tried to be little Trump. Yep. And it's like, yeah. how sad is that? Like, he was the answer to Trump, and the Democrats put him up there to defeat him. And it's like, he literally re- replaced Trump and isn't even doing as good of a job. Yeah. Like, not only are you failing to actually be ethically and morally better than him. But you're failing to be as shitty as him too. Like, it's so weird when Donald Trump is the best option in every every single one. Because at least when Trump did this shit, it was ridiculous. Trump goes out and hugs a flag, and everyone's like, "Holy fuck, what is wrong with this dude?" You know, yeah. and like the world lasts. But it's like Biden does this shit, and the world's like, "Oh yes, yeah, so good, so great. Huh, yeah. I'm so glad civility is back."
4: Often, well, it, and it inspired, you know, governors especially democratic governors to, you know, do the opposite, you know, like Trump rips off his mask and does the anti-mask stuff during COVID. So what did the California as an example doubles down on? I mean, it's yeah. like it inspired them to do shit. Instead. Now they're just like, Oh, we're so proud of you, POTUS. And it's like, for what? So brave. <laughs> for, for what? The, for what? <laughs>
1: Yeah, people really want to like I'm not not trying to detract from the topic here, but people want to hear Chris get go off on Britain. <laughs> Chris, do you want to rant about Britain real quick? <laughs> and and why the Queen is awesome and everybody else needs to suck a dick? Uh
2: sure. So this is and this is funny because this is what gets me kicked out of leftist circle so I don't hate the Queen. Um <laughs> so now, full disclosure, I'm only second generation American. Um and so like my family going but ba- going back not very far is mostly British I mean the other half is Roma Jew uh, but 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 get yeah, you know a good chunk of my family is British as well so I never had this like oh the Brits are weird it was always like oh cool the Queen Queen Elizabeth was actually a pretty fucking neat figurehead in terms of a in terms of a historical figure um and was she perfect Fuck no do I think the crown is awesome Fuck no monarchy's stupid Monarchy is, next to fascism, is the worst fucking system of government possible, right? Like, to give a monarch divine right is dumb. Um, And I think monarchies are stupid. I think royal lines are stupid. Um, And I'm glad the age of monarchies is over. That being said, the British don't have a monarchy. They have descendants of people who they keep locked up in a fancy diamond cage and bring them out and parade them around for tourists. Like... The royals have not only no political power, the only way to get freedom is to leave. Like, you have to turn it all down. Like, they have, no, they don't, you know, they're, oh, they're in Buckingham Palace. They don't own that. You know that, right? Like, the royal family doesn't own the crown jewels. They don't own Buckingham Palace. They don't own any of the land. They don't own any of the stolen artifacts in the British Museum. Yes, all that was great. handed Google over. All the
3: artifacts in the museum.
2: Yeah. And like, and there's been some good ones of like, well, the queen's dead. Like everyone go get your shit back from the British museums. Um, but like, I don't know. I always, and it's like, so it's like, for me, it's like, I look at Queen Elizabeth. It's like, oh, you mean the person who like literally came up, like giving the palace over to refugees during World War II and like has existed over the greatest period of decolonization the Brits have ever had? Now, I don't give her credit for any of that. The Queen didn't fucking decolonize the British Empire. She didn't do shit. She sat on her ass and drank tea. Like, she didn't do a fucking thing to help that. She did nothing good. But she also didn't bad. And that's the funny thing I find is, like, there was a political group chat that you know being matter that, that, that went into this yesterday, where it was like, I found this. It's kind of like Joe Biden, where it's like, oh, he's this stupid, dumbass who's got Alzheimer's and he doesn't know what he's doing, and all he does is pee himself. And also, he's like Satan reincarnate. He's masterminding the whole world, and it's like, well, which one is it? Again, yeah, you gotta oh, pick a narrative. It's yeah. the same trope that was like anti-Semitic. It's like, oh, the Jews are stupid and they breed like rats and they're vile vermin. Also, they control the whole fucking world and all the money systems, and it's like.
1: And oh, their space lasers easy? are melting the ozone. Yeah.
2: How do you control the planet and have the Holocaust happen? Like, it's one or the other, dude. But, like, it's the same with the Queen. This is just like, oh, the Queen's just foppish, and she just eats money and sits on her ass and and, and, and eats marmalade sandwiches and doesn't do anything. Also, she's responsible for the sins of the UK. And it's like, no. Parliament is. The Tories are. Like, there's people with names, addresses who you put in power who have done terrible, terrible things.
3: Well, I mean, it's like the right-wing approach to, like, Antifa, right? Like, at, at one point, they're, they're a bunch of fucking pussies. They're weak. Yeah. They don't do anything. But then they're this fucking monstrous force. <laughs> Yeah,
2: and that's okay. my thought, is it's like, again, I'm not trying to, like, say the Queen of England was the greatest thing ever. I thought she was pretty dope, only because of, like, the shit she lived through, the shit she did. And, again, it's funny, every time, a, you know, Britain has someone named Elizabeth on a throne, they turn out to actually be a bad badass and bad, bad, take a lot of shit. That's fine. She got super old and then didn't do anything. When she was young, she did a lot of cool shit. She actually didn't like Margaret Thatcher. That's funny. A lot of people give her credit. Like, oh, shit. It's like, well, no. And, of course, she's a conservative. They live in wealth. But, like, they have no power. Like, they're like the family from Arrested Development. They literally just <laughs> sit around being idiots, not knowing what they're doing. Like, that's it. And they get paraded around, and they get brought to events, and they have a bunch of charities they run. That's all they do. They do fucking charity work with not their money, other people's money. And they cut ribbons, and they wear fancy hats. And they every once in a while, the president shows up, and they kiss his ass. And then they go back to their little fucking castle and drink their tea. But it's like, they don't own any of it they're like living rent-free in a sweet palace and they make money for the country like that's the other thing people forget it's like how many millions of dollars like how many billions are brought in from tourism to buckingham palace like and without the monarchy that decreases like it's a net gain for the economy britain makes a shit ton of money off tourists who want to possibly get within a million miles of the Queen. That's what they fucking care about. And we're going to see the end of it. Now that she's gone, no one fucking likes Charles. Like, <laughs> the British monarchy, it ended with Queen Elizabeth, and she was so popular because of World War II. Right? Like, that's why the British monarchy, you see that? But it's like, and again, and I'm ranting, but you wanted me to go on a rant. The other part is the the English like her. Like, now, yes, again, we're going to talk about UK politics yeah committed a whole bunch of war crimes and still do to this day in their own backyard ireland holy shit
3: northern ireland is the worst thing ever it's literally a colony within a colony it's crazy They lit off fireworks in belfast the second the news broke that she died
2: i'm sure and i gotta tell you i am fucking ira all the way dude like the only republicans all support are irish and i am all for irish independence i think the irish should leave the uk honestly yeah um but let's not pretend they have no blood on their hands. You know who was refueling Nazi submarines in World War II? Ireland. So, like, let's, let's, let's be fair. No one is perfect. All these countries are colonizers. All of these countries have shitty histories and have done terrible things to each other. And to take several thousand years of awfulness and pin it on one old bitch who hung out and drunk tea in a house is the <laughs> stupidest thing ever. And that's why I end up defending the queen so much. Because it's like, dude parliament is right there oppressing the shit out of people like well the british are the worst like you know france is still collecting gdp from african nations right like france still literally has several countries they are currently enslaving in africa and didn't let go of like everyone does that the united states has a torture prison in cuba so and again who do i blame i blame the senate i blame congress and i blame joe biden I don't blame a figure. That would be like me going after Joe Biden's dog. Like, no. <laughs> what's his name? Patriot or Tank Boy or what's his name? Hunter. <laughs> no, it's his son. What, what's Joe Biden's dog's name?
1: I think, it's, uh, I don't know, Biscuits. <laughs>
2: no, it's I got some of... super American name. it's his Commander. names. His name's like French Fry Waffle House or something. No, is it's it Commander,
1: Com- really? I think, I think it's yeah, Commander. Yeah, Commander. That's
2: it. Commander. It's something fucking Google Team America now. like. Yeah. So, yeah, it is Commander. So it's like, it'd be like blaming Commander like it's know. major oh major Sorry. i think My
4: commanders i think you, commander commander's the one that they that died good god we'll talk about sticking with a the theme all right
1: but like yeah man. so that's a lot like fascism right
2: yeah. <laughs> hey you sure. wanted it
1: i i am not complaining i got so anyway, exactly what that's I wanted. what it is
2: the royal family sucks uh we should get rid of all royals monarchies are terrible um mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth II actually gave a shit about a couple things. Uh, None of them mattered, and she had zero power to do anything good or bad. Uh, I do not credit her for the good things that happened, nor do I blame her for the bad. She is the equivalent of a fancy dog with papers that you bring out at shows. That's all she is. She was a trophy for the nation's well-being, and that's all the royal family fucking is. And anybody cares about them makes no sense to me. I don't know why they're tabloid. But again, that's good for England. She's popular amongst the people it is a it is weird again as, as Americans we find it fucking odd um or at least most of us do some Americans are fucking obsessed with that shit but that's yeah. part of that English national heritage is they truly like no like the fucking royal family means something to us and that's part of their heritage and I'm not gonna say they shouldn't have it like I think it's dumb I don't know why any country keeps the fucking monarch line around um mostly just for tourism though like if you go to fucking Greece or Spain they actually still have their monarchs in like an old castle somewhere and you can go and pay some money and go check out the castle. But that's the only reason they're kept there is so that
3: people show up and buy souvenirs. I mean, I'll take that in exchange for free healthcare.
1: God, right? Right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just just give me some fucking like that's like everyone always just cries about the left trying to be so oppressive. Like all I want is for the LGBTQ community to be fucking safe and free from harm and judgment. I want everyone to have fucking health care. I want everyone to have college paid for for, by the government. Like I just I want to give taxes so that people are fucking taken care of. That's all I want. Yeah, but there might be a queen,
2: so no, it's terrible. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) oh, man, like, why can't we have nice things, guys? Just, just want nice things. <laughs> you know, and then, like, it, what blows me away, too, is going back to this, is, like, every once in a while, we get a right-winger that gets 10% of it. Or not even 10%, 2% of it. And we've talked about this before. It's like, when, when it finally... Ha- yeah, like, as, well, it's, as soon as it happens to them, like, one of the things I'm saying now is all these pro-lifers that need fucking abortions that are having to fucking go through hell. (laughs) Like there was one in Texas that had to fly to like two States because I guess she had some pregnancy that she found out wasn't going to be viable. Like the kid had, had no organs. And so it was either going to be born as a, like a stillborn or it was going to come out, live for a minute and die. And if she kept the pregnancy, like the risk to her was like severe, like she could die. And she could And she's like, I get it now. And I'm just like, I don't. I, and this is something else I wanted to bring up because, like, you, like a lot of the leftists would take the positions like, no, like we we need to support them. She needs an abortion. Like this is our stance. And I'm just like, I am finding it at, at almost forty years old. I don't have a fuck to give anymore. Like. You literally used what little political power you have to make sure this would fucking happen and now are, cry, are clutching your pearls and crying crocodile tears because you're suffering the consequences of the thing you wanted. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have a fuck to give. There are other people that didn't want this shit to happen that are fucking dying because of you. Yeah. I, I wish you and they can't go two states over to fucking get the goddamn abortion. They just have to die because you're a piece of shit. Who doesn't get it until it fucking happens to you? Because you don't have any fucking empathy.
2: Yeah, not gonna be sad and about the fucking Nazis. Yeah, end up in
1: And you know what you're talking about, Chris. It's just like the tolerant left. Go talk to the liberals. I, I, I got no more, no more room for that. I got no tolerance for the intolerant. Yeah. No.
0: South Carolina is making a ten-year-old have a baby.
4: It's yeah, pretty fucked. Well, well yeah, she's
1: clearly she's too young to and
2: immature to have an abortion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have we checked her grades yet? Or does she have good grades? Because if she doesn't have good grades, obviously she's, <laughs> she's not ready. She's not ready to have an abortion if she doesn't have good grades.
3: Matt, I heard Matt Gates spoke at a high school the other day or something like that. Like he was around a huge group of minors. Like what the was fuck was it? Is a Tinder meetup on? or what? <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna Google this real quick because it's lazy anyway no. We'll I'll, I'll well, no
1: while you're looking that up i got a question nc is going to flip soon do you are, are you saying north carolina is going to flip blue flip on this, this is in chat so i'm just yeah i'm, I'm curious like because i didn't know it was anywhere near being purple to, to even go oh, blue yeah oh. no it's um, not
2: no, no no
1: no no okay
2: no no north carolina is part of that country known as Fuckistan.
1: Yeah. And, and and thaddeus disagrees and thaddeus you're you're okay like i don't give you shit for having empathy for people that are horrible and deserve what they get i just i'm at the point where i, I don't have it anymore i i have there are other people more deserving of my compassion than the people that voted themselves into a corner and have to suffer consequences for it. i just i, I have empathy for
2: it. people and animal fascisms or neither fascists are neither like, I'm sorry. And, and and this is, not again, this isn't calling people you disagree with a Nazi. No, no, no. This, this Roe v. Wade thing, this denying women the right to body autonomy or men who have uteruses the right to body autonomy? N- no. That, that is That is gender fascism. That is yeah. exactly what that is. And it is intentional. And it is there to oppress and destroy human beings. And if you are being harmed by the things you have done to destroy and harm innocent people, no, I, I have no empathy for you whatsoever. In fact, I hope terrible things happen to you. Not even this. Like, I, I hope you get hit by fucking lightning. Like, yeah. the world would be better with your absence. I wish you death.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Thaddeus comes up with, with we, we fight for those people too. And you're not wrong. We do. I don't. Like, we're, I don't fight we're, for them. Fuck, well, them. Well, Fuck them. Well, all. here's the thing. The point if I think he's getting at is like, we're not sitting up here saying none of these rights for right wingers. We're, we're, we're championing. The i am pro-choice pro uh, i okay, am
2: well the, i will i will, I will jump on that fucking ledge no no rights for right-wingers absolutely uh i am sorry if you are going to be on the side of genocide and oppression i don't believe you should have if you're going to take away human rights you don't deserve them it's that fucking simple you either believe in the right okay. of autonomy for the human beings or you don't and if you don't then i don't care about you you're a plague on society and uh um, well, that's kind of I don't know about you. To, my my grandpa you know. fucking sailed a boat to Germany to go shoot those people. So I don't know why the fuck I need to advocate for their rights now.
1: Well, and that's just it, I won't. I advocate for the rights of of everyone else. And that's kind of the, the point I'm getting at is like if they they happen to get access to to you know abortions, okay, whatever. I don't care that they have access. Yeah. What I Every, want is the people who don't have access and want it
2: to happen. And and, and glimmering and cares. If you look at the comment here, right there. If you look at the comment, um <laughs> So my it, mom has told me she'd shoot me between the eyes so my empathy has limits. And I think that's where we get to. Like, the idea of empathy is a privileged stance. And, again, this isn't – like, I'm not trying to call out TDA on this one because I'm a cisgendered straight white male. Like, I sit on a mountain of privilege uh, in a blue state. Like, dude, it does not get better from where I'm sitting. I am on <laughs> yeah. the Mount Everest yeah. of privilege. Like, I got a yeah. hangnail a while back. Like, that's the limit of the oppression I live <laughs> Um, But
3: well, – Whoa, man. That's like Slavery. Right. For <laughs> yeah. the irish
2: um but like but seriously like, what she's saying like, like my mom told me she'd shoot me between the eyes my empty ass limits, and that's exactly what it comes down to is having empathy for these people no no they're 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 ending lives like these are people who want to bring lynch mobs into it these are people who think that trans people should be raped to death in prison like no there is no empathy for them up against the fucking wall like i'm sorry you want to bring terror death rape murder and horror to innocent people. I don't want you on the planet. And I'm not gonna have empathy. I'm not gonna agree to disagree. No, get the fuck out. Like you either live in a society or you don't. That's the social fucking contract. You live in a society with human beings and if you cannot treat them like human beings, you don't belong in the fucking society. GTFO, go to North Korea or Iran where people like you are tolerated.
3: Dude, I'm an anarchist, and I got into a heated debate with leftists the other day about like rules inside a commune. Like, basically, if you don't follow the fucking rules, if you treat people like shit, if you don't contribute, you get kicked the fuck out. I mean, of course, we're gonna help people. We're gonna give them food and supplies and give them a chance to come back into the commune. But at the same time, there are fucking guidelines to live by. Yeah. Well, and they thought it was too extreme. I mean,
2: commune and community are from the same word. Like, that's how Latin works. Like, that's the basis of the language. It is a commune because it is communal, meaning community, meaning multiple people living together under a shared vision and goal for self-reliance. Like, yeah. That's how society works. And if you can't follow a fucking rule, then get the fuck out.
3: (laughs) From each according to their ability to each according to their need.
2: Yeah. Unless bedtimes make you sad, and then no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's
3: stupidest fucking shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is like too random right now, but I'd like to go back to the Matt Gates stuff because I found it. Oh, hit me, oh. hit me. Yeah, i will no, always to trash Matt Gates, dude. Yeah, oh, fuck my that. God. God. You guys, so, wait. We're
1: talking about Republican pedophile Matt Gates, right?
3: Yeah, Republican pedophile Matt Gates. Exactly, that's the one.
2: What, the cool. one who pays for sex with seventeen-year-olds and traffics them across state lines. Matt the one Gates? that's actively under
3: investigation for sex trafficking. Yeah. The one who yep. uses Venmo for all his minor purchases.
1: Ugh. Right. Oh. So uh.
3: despite despite the fact that Matt Gates is under investigation um, for sexual relations with sex trafficking in an underage girl, Florida Congressman Matt Gates thought it'd be a good idea to host an event with a bunch of high school students. So this week, Gates's office hosted its annual Academy Night, where high school students can learn about the process of applying to military academies. Yeah. So he went to a high school in Florida and just you know talked about military academies in front of a bunch of minors as he's actively under investigation for sex trafficking. Fucking really cool. And uh, yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't hear I didn't hear shit about that in the media. By the way, I, I had to um, listen to that through a leftist YouTuber. Wow. Matt
2: Gates doesn't understand any of the Leonardo DiCaprio memes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Enter once upon a time in Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> you know, I actually haven't seen that yet.
4: Yeah, have I? No interest. Really good. I haven't seen it either.
3: I actually haven't either, but I'm just familiar with the memes, which is funny. Yeah.
4: <laughs> By the way,
1: Heather, you got a shout out in chat from uh, Jennifer Joanne. Hey, Jen. <laughs>
2: Screw Jennifer Joanne. She sells me 10 bucks.
4: Oh my God. <laughs> so to your point about the social contract, I was thinking about something about an article I read. Um, I don't know, like last year about Jeff Zients, who is a big, hes a he was a big Biden supporter. He donated a lot to his campaign. He managed his COVID response for a while. And he is so famous for quoting, uh, that the social contract in america is dead and this is who who you know biden employed for the better part of the last year and i just i feel like i i wonder how many how many people like in the democratic party and even in the republican party like First of all, they a lot of them don't even know what the social contract is, but how many of them, like, actually don't believe in that idea anymore? You know, like, that they're just going to live by the rules that they want to live by, and if you don't like it, well, fuck it, you know? And that's kind and of my question.
2: Is-, is, he, is he saying the social contract is dead as in it's stupid and I don't believe in it, or is he saying the social contract is dead as in Americans don't follow that policy anymore? Because if that's the one yeah. base, and I agree, but... Because the social contract is good, but I would agree it actually is dead in this country. We literally couldn't convince half the country to wear a fucking piece of cloth over their face when they went to the grocery store to not kill other people.
4: Yep. Yeah, and I think, but I actually think that the context that he was saying it was that the government no longer has any responsibility to you, is what I think um and that and and i mean that opens up a whole other can of worms you know it's like if 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 the government doesn't believe that they owe anything to us well why would people follow any of the rules you know i Neal mean lives get a Neal lives yeah we and and when we're yeah and then or or when you're talking about health care like the government doesn't believe that they owe you health care or protect i mean it opens up such a big issue you know and when we're talking about fascism it's like how can you not how can you not look at those kinds of statements as fascist you know i mean it you have to in my view yeah. um and i don't i honestly don't uh matt i think you said this like at the beginning of this but i honestly don't know where we go from here uh i don't yeah. know what the solution is because because you have a, a bunch of people that are fascist to some degree, who also don't believe in like, so, like community values, uh, who want to fight fascism with more fascist. Like, what is the solution there? You know? Right. And this there's is where you a, get into that. Sorry, go,
3: go ahead, ahead Matt. Okay. I, I was just this is where you get a large majority of the democratic base that's predisposed to authoritarian and fascistic policies. Like, and you can't yeah. get a rise of fascism in the country without a large percentage of Americans already agreeing with those policies.
1: I agree. Well, I think in, in regards to your question, where do we go from here? And this is where the debate comes in. Are you a revolutionary or a reformist? Because there's really only two ways to do this. It's either, no, the leg isn't broken, it's just sprained. And if we nurse it back to health, we're gonna be fine. Or nope, the horse has got a broken leg and we got to shoot it and get a new horse. Yeah. Like, like there's no, and this is one of the things I've come to really believe in. The only way this gets fixed is with a violent revolution. And again, that can take on many different forms. I don't think, you know, it, it, I know a lot of people get scared when they hear that because the first thought is like, you know, I don't want anything to happen to me. I don't want anything to happen to my family. I don't want my town to burn. I don't want any of this stuff to happen. At some point you got to pick a side. Like, Oh, I know it where you live to, in a
2: revolution. Your town's going to burn.
1: Oh, big time, big time. <laughs> but you know what? If it happens, I'm going to be the one setting fires. Yeah. Not the one getting burned. And That is, I think, the kind of mindset that we have to have Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't know how, again, we have a system that is literally designed to not allow change from within to happen. I mean, the, the example I always go to, and I know this is a hot button issue for a lot of leftists, but if you look at like AOC, there's a perfect example of somebody that's a progressive, which is left of liberal. Who went into politics for all the right reason and now is a is just as bad as every other politician. For Christ's sake, she's on the cover of fucking GQ magazine.
4: I saw that.
1: Yeah. Like, like she is every bit a stereotypical politician that is playing the game as any one of them. She's she's no at this point, she's no different than Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden, except that she has louder progressive rhetoric. Like, that's the one thing you can give her. But rhetoric without action is meaningless. And that's the point where we've gotten. This system is designed to take politicians and people that have principles and, um, you know, want to make a difference, chew them up and spit them out and make more Pelosi's. Right? Like, that. that's what it's designed to do. And in a system like that, change from within is impossible. There's, 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 No, like I think I I mentioned this on one of our previous podcasts, but like the only thing I can think of would be a miracle where like we have an election cycle. And for whatever reason, every leftist comes out and every centrist and right winger stays home and we get a bunch of fucking, you know, actual leftists elected to office. Mm -hmm. And even then, I'm not sure that that change would happen because then the lobbyists would show up and start giving them money.
2: Yeah. I actually want to address something in the comments here. So T D Gamer writes, it's easier to say in some parts of the country than others. And I would say, sure, it's easier to do a lot of things in some parts of the country. doesn't make it not not real. Um, and Glimmer and Chaos writes, you know, agreed. You can't expect me, a 5'4 female, to go out toe-to-toe with 30 anti-abortion protesters. How am I supposed to revolution here? That's a valid complaint. Uh, but uh, the revolution doesn't mean everyone picks up a stick. There is jobs for everyone in the revolution. The revolution needs people to go out there and fight Nazis. The revolution needs people to bandage people who are fighting Nazis. The revolution needs cooks, medics, people who can do things, people who can drive people places, people who can help form communities, people who can offer safe haven to people who are actually protecting others who are being oppressed. Like, there's a million things to do in the fucking revolution. And uh, let me tell you something Short women have played insane important roles in every leftist revolution. Mm-hmm. Go check out the revolutions in fucking Cuba and in Russia. And even even in China, like there was a huge female component to Mao's revolution ending feudalism. And it had nothing to do with being bigger than anybody else. Women play huge parts in a revolution that is just rarely recorded and talked about.
3: Yep. Agreed. Fidel Castro and Che get all the attention when women almost ran the show in the Cuban Revolution. Without women, that would have never fucking happened.
2: Who do, who do you think ran the fucking freedom radio networks in Cuba? That wasn't men. Those were women doing that. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like who ran look at fucking Vietnam. Who do you think ran their propaganda base in the Viet Cong? It was yeah. women. Yep. yep. What was what was her well, name? The, the the one who's famous, you know, go home, GI. That God, I can't, what was this? It was like Saigon Sally or something. I can't remember her name. Um, but she was, like, famous. She's this insanely famous voice, and her entire job was to disinhearten American troops. They would play very popular American music, stuff that was outlawed by the U.S. military because it was anti-war. And so all the soldiers would tune into it, and she would literally pop on every few hours and be like, hey, what's going on, Americans? By the way, your wife's at home fucking your friend. Uh, you might want to go home. Maybe you should take that gun and shoot your commanding <laughs> officer and come over here. We'll give you fucking rice, and we'll treat you decently if you actually surrender. Uh, or maybe you should just go the fuck home. Maybe you shouldn't be here. Why are here you're killing babies for other people's money while your kids are getting spanked by some other man like go home like that's what her job was and it was incredibly effective like, thank you td gamer hanoi hannah that was her name um hell yeah and I, 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 I mean you gotta the this the russian revolution that overthrew the czars that happened on international women's day and it was led by women
4: yeah women
2: are the ones who led the revolution in fucking moscow All the men were like, life sucks, drink vodka. And the woman's like, there's no fucking bread. Let's go eat a bitch. And they cut their shit together and throw her through the czar. The men joined the women later on in the revolution. So again, it's, it's not about picking up a bat and being bigger than someone. There's a job for everyone. Some people need to be combatants. Sure. Lots of people don't. People need to plan. People need to fix things. People need to fix people. They need to offer comfort repair like again you can be a medic be a medic you can cook a dope ass pozole do that like whatever you can do you got a case of bottled water you can bring and help people in the background you want to wash it out of someone's eyes awesome like you don't need to fight there's a million things you can do maybe someone needs someone to drive a fucking van to get a bunch of fucking comrades to the front line and get where they need to be do that like i i i have now multiple times defended planned parenthoods here in la there's a whole yeah. lot of people who help us out who have nothing to do with black blocking or getting in the way of stuff. Yeah. There's a whole lot of support. There's if a million If you ever
1: imagined yourself in a zombie apocalypse scenario and what would you do and what would your friends do and what same kind of concept. If you can do that, you can plan for a revolution. Yeah. It, it's it's simple.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fun like, to
2: think of yourself as shooting zombies, but no, there's a million things to do.
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. Which
4: well, is and, I we think, and I think a lot of people, they kind of, you know, they, a lot of people are asleep at the wheel, you know, and,
3: mm-hmm. uh, right.
4: and they kind of think, oh, well, they can see that things are getting kind of bad, kind of tense <laughs> in the US <laughs> or they see or they can see like, you know, the articles in the polls that show uh, the amount of domestic tension uh, that we have in this country, but they kind of figure like, oh, well, when that happens, you know, I'll leave you know i'll just go to canada i think a lot of people they they need to they're going to have to start experiencing like trying to go to canada and not being able to i mean it takes fucking years to become a canadian citizen people don't realize that people think oh well let's let's say trump gets elected again in 2024 i'll just go to canada uh no you very likely won't you know or all the people that are disabled now due to COVID, they're going to find out that you cannot Go to most countries if you're disabled or people with student loans. They're not going to be able to go. They're not going to be able to just up and leave. And then they're going to be ready to bake. What did you say? Bake a pozzoli or drive people, you know, then they're going to be more in it. I just think now there's not a lot of people that are feeling it firsthand. You know what I mean? Just they they're just asleep and just living their lives and thinking it won't ever happen. But I think it's getting to that point personally especially after that especially after that fashion after the dark brandon speech because now the rhetoric is really hot hot you know whatever you think of that speech people are not it's very contentious um yeah
1: well, and I talked about this before, too, is everyone, like, if you talk to liberals and Democrats, like, they all think that now that Roe v. Wade's been overturned, the blue wave is coming. It's the same shit we've been hearing for fucking years. But I said it's this before, and I'll yeah. say it again, the blue wave ain't fucking happening. We're going to get this. Okay, the Dems are going to get the Senate, the Republicans are going to get the House. And guess what? It's the same shit we have now, but reversed. Yeah. Like, nothing is going to change again. Biden's going to keep that one promise that he made for all of his donors is nothing will fundamentally change. And that's, what's going to happen. Like there is nothing like, again, we're talking about poll data and statistical analysis and things like that. So take it with a grain of salt, but everything I'm talking about, right-wing polls, left-wing polls, centrist polls, all of them are saying the same thing. Right gets the house, left gets the Senate or Democrats get the Senate. OK, so the Democrats are switching control of one branch of government for the other. Like, how does anything get better at that point? This idea that Roe v. Wade was a game changer is a pipe dream. And every time yeah. I see it on TikToks, Twitter, any kind of social media, I'm just like, what the fuck are we even talking about here? Where are you guys getting this? And it's like, it's this weird, like we talk about being in an echo chamber here and it, a little bit, but that's the real echo chamber where no facts are getting it. Mm-hmm. It's like some some big TikToker goes on a rant about how the Dems are about to fucking win, and everyone who's just desperate for it to be true shares it, and all these people in this weird bubble think it's true, and come November, there's going to be a lot of fucking miserable people wondering what the fuck happened, or otherwise trying to make it as if it was really a victory, because that's a thing that apparently Democrats are doing now.
2: They do it all okay. the time. Everything's a victory lap. Yeah. And the Republicans do too. Like, that thing is, they're two fucking sides of the same spin game. That's all it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't I mean, wait I, for Liz Cheney and Hillary Clinton ticket, <laughs> it. And oh then when we don't support it, to be called sexist once again. It's
2: Oh my God, right? Like, right. it's going to be amazing when Liz Cheney runs to Democrats, like, you just don't want a woman. It's
4: like I can't.
1: I, I just. We have so many women. I just oh, don't God. want a right-wing woman. That's that's it. Like it's true that I don't want a woman when she's right lost to the
3: worst president we've ever had besides I mean Reagan.
2: I, I'm just going to say that uh you're right. I don't want a woman to be president. I don't want anyone to be president.
3: <laughs> like we
4: don't need one anymore. No. It's outdated. I don't do anything. I mean I'll I'll all he does now is campaign on the taxpayer dollar let's be real here like these trips around the country to like talk about the infrastructure package that's campaigning and we are yeah. paying for that like yeah. i what i cannot wrap my head around is how so many people are okay with getting no fucking health with our tax dollars and then watching them take fucking trips to talk about an, a, an inflation reduction act that doesn't really reduce inflation God, or like, talk about spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or where like we, we have to like fight, 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 fight for some people to get $10,000 that will also be taxed in a lot of states Right. Another ten
2: years, we'll get eighteen dollars minimum wage. And
4: and yeah, and and everybody else can just fuck themselves, right? Uh, but we're like okay with all of the Christmas pomp and circumstance that our fucking tax dollars pay for. Like, like I'm okay. Yeah, okay, I'm okay with my taxes paying for a, a gingerbread White House that took two weeks to make. I mean, like, have some standards, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that is all the president is doing now is making fucking gingerbread houses and going on victory tours and at, at our, at our, at our, with our money, you know, uh, it makes sense it all t- into Ukraine. yeah. I, yeah. well that too. I meanwhile, I just, state
1: after state can't get fucking clean water here.
4: Yep. No
3: clean
1: water, no health care, yeah. billions for nope.
3: Ukraine. Pakistan's underwater. Haven't heard a fucking peep about it.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, right. Right yeah like entire countries are just like islands are disappearing countries are just underwater yeah we keep trying to put like forestalled eventually like new york's just going to be fucking gone
4: like <laughs> yeah billions billions to ukraine for humanitarian aid while americans stand in line to get food yep and the white house spends tens of thousands of dollars to make a gingerbread white house every Christmas. Like something no, about this. Yes, makes no sense.
1: gas prices are coming down again. So everything. All oh, right. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. pretty
4: sure that it's is- Queen's fault.
1: Yeah.
3: That's one of the funniest <laughs> things about liberals, right? When gas prices are high, Joe Biden has nothing to do with gas prices. When gas prices are low, it's because of Joe Biden.
1: Right. Right. Every single time. It was the same shit for Obama. Like the right will always blame the left president when gas prices go up under them, and will always excuse the right wing president when they're when when they go.
4: Yeah,
1: and, and it's it's the same. Like, I, president has no effect on gas prices. But this is how. But but this is what they want because if we're focused on the president who doesn't have any power, nobody's going to start looking at the fucking bringing the guillotines out to freaking, uh, you know bp and, and every oil company yeah. that's actually causing this shit you know why do you think we
2: subsidize sports
1: yeah <laughs> keep people distracted keep Co- keep them, them myself, yeah the
4: roman
2: empire knew this
4: yeah yeah you're
1: right yeah yeah that was that was, that's idea. why they built the coliseum yeah
2: Yeah. because
4: people
1: they want people for to get to forget they were fucking starving
4: (laughs) what did i say all these people that are asleep all these people asleep they are asleep and they are at you know the fucking dodger game or whatever fucking ucla football whatever uh they're asleep they aren't they don't you don't have to pay attention if you've got football in front of you right yeah or or movies new movies
0: well, Either I mean, that, or you're already privileged and no, no, you yeah, have healthcare American. and don't give a shit about everyone else anyway. So you watch your sports and have have your beer and your fucking hot dog, yeah. And because uh, you can afford three hundred dollar tickets, I don't yep. know about and, you, but I fucking can't. And,
2: and just yep. uh, you know, drink enough beer on the weekends to subdue yourself. So all your free time, make sure that. So basically, we, that's how Americans are supposed to live now. Monday through Friday, get hopped up on enough fucking caffeine and nicotine to get through your workday, so you're a productive worker, and then drink a bunch of beer and hang out and sleep in on your weekends, so that you don't actually incite rebellion. That's yep. how the Egyptians built the fucking pyramids.
3: Yeah, yep. Terence McKenna was onto a lot when he said that's why the state actively suppresses psychedelics because psychedelics opens allows you to ask questions about what the fuck is going on versus alcohol, (laughs) you just drown yourself in that. You're like, I'm having fun, whatever. There's no questions being asked And
2: and as someone who's here's the and I'm not even pro psychedelic, right? Like for instance, I did acid one time, I had a fucking terrible experience. It was a real bad fucking night. Don't ever want to do it again. Fair enough. It is not
3: for everyone. No.
2: And here's the thing. It is not for everyone. A lot of people have amazing experience. A lot of people do some fucking mushrooms and talk to trees and have a dope time. That is great. Do it. Open your fucking mind up. But I don't believe, and again, this is personal. I don't believe that psychedelics actually open you up to anything. I believe that psychedelics, however, get you out of the monotony because yeah. you are living in a structured environment where you're right ra- i mean as a child you were taught to sit down shut the fuck up do your goddamn arithmetic and stand up and salute the flag and do that every day until you're old enough to procreate then do that with a mortgage and then fucking die that is the job you are told you are supposed to have go to school get a job make babies die that is the that is the point oh and incur debt um that that is the entire point and if you're out there doing things like psychedelics and stuff, like you're not thinking that way changes your mindset.
1: Any Mm -hmm.
2: actual drug use really does like, that's the thing. It's like ecstasy.
1: Oh. Oh yeah. That, that, that was, that for three years, man, that was my drug of choice. Yeah. Fuck, that shit was good. Drugs are neither good a way times.
2: to oppress minority groups. Those ones yeah. won't be ones that open up thought processes, but, like, if you're, you you oppress drugs for two reasons. One, you don't want people actually thinking outside the box. And number two, you want uh, you want to oppress minority groups who want the cheap
3: drugs. I mean, that's the reason crack was invented by the CIA fucking A. Well, and they're a threat to the pharmaceutical industry as well. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Big time. I and mean, actually, just so you know, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Heather. No, go ahead. I was just say to uh, Glimmer and Chaos. Uh, I actually don't enjoy marijuana either. I've done it several times. Um, it puts me in a weird headspace. I've never enjoyed. Uh, it's not really like I. Yeah, I, I just can't enjoy it. I, it's
2: oh man, no yeah. weird. No,
1: yeah, I know really a lot of people weird. like it. You yeah, have more power. Like, <laughs> if you're into it, more power to you. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I know this is gonna sound weird, like uh, fuck alcohol. No one ever got
2: high and, and beat their wife. I <laughs> agree, agree. The, only, the only thing you kill is a pizza when you're stoned out of your mind.
1: Like people have like gotten drunk and like killed themselves, killed whole families. Yeah. Most people get high and they mix all the McNugget sauces together and want to be better friends. <laughs> like I'll
3: <I'm laughs> murder the fuck out of a pizza,
1: That's
4: funny. yeah. But um, to but your like, it
1: doesn't work for me, sorry. To your,
4: to your point about the, the, um, the drugs, you know, opening your mind to these other, you know, like a different way of life. Look at the backlash to work from home. Yes. And I, and I am not, I am not, I'm not a propaganda. yeah. and I'm not, Jordan knows this. I'm not a fan of work from home because my husband works from home and he works at night and it's loud. So for us, it really doesn't work, but I can see how like it, it is so much better, like a better quality of life for so many people. But thinking of the greater but, good.
3: Wow. What a concept. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but, but the, uh, the government doesn't like that, not only because, as I see it, because of the economy. Because if you're working in the office, you're going out for lunch and all of that downtown, and you're contributing to the corporate or the uh, commercial real estate. But you're at home and you have more time to think and you have more time to like do stuff for yourself and you have more time to like read and pay attention if you're not commuting. And yeah. look, I mean, look at these. The, Unbelievable campaigns to get people back to the, I mean, it's stunning to me, the levels that they'll go to. I mean, they even make like TikToks to portray yes. people that work from home as lazy and taking naps all day, all mm-hmm. to just perpetuate this narrative that everybody needs to get back to the office. Cause, cause you're, cause you're taking naps on yep. your lunch break and it's like, <laughs> It's like, okay, but what if they're like reading a good book? Oh, well, we shouldn't have that. We don't want people to read good books because if they read good books, they might get ideas, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh, yeah, I've talked
0: cool. about this before on on the podcast, specifically about the work from home. And uh, I think there's a, a bit of differing opinion between the three of us as to why they want to push us back to the offices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, i i am a proponent that yeah i think it happens to be middle management uh, is out of a job if if uh because if they, they they're not needed if if there's no one to actually like manage yeah if they're well, not standing in front doctor, of you and yeah. actually but you, you know see, I, think I think all well, there's also point an ob- to the same thing though yeah like i think
2: all of you are right like Kay is completely right. There is an entire level of middle management that has no job if there's no one yeah. to manage. Because, yeah. again, you yeah. need lots of middle managers to manage a sales floor or a service floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. You only need a handful of people to manage people if you're actually just simply managing by productivity, which yeah. we have the ability to track anyone's productivity when they're working from home. And, again, not every job can be done from home. We need janitors. We need fast food workers. We need doctors. We need lawyers. Like We need things that can't be done over Zoom. But there's a whole bunch of people who can. But here's the problem with that. Number one, you can't watch them all day long. You can't control their entire lives. Okay, You can't employ white, connected men to manage them. Uh, it definitely threatens the status quo. And again, the conservatives and the wealthy have an interest in the status quo. Any interruption, even if it doesn't directly affect your power and wealth and privilege, any threat to the status quo is a big problem for you for the right for the powerful for the wealthy for whatever if you are at the top of the list any change in any direction to the status quo is bad it's why even when they go super far right that has to be knit before it gets too far because you have to maintain the status quo that is what keeps people in power in power and if you change the status quo heads fucking roll and if you let people just work from home and be happy they might pursue jobs that make them happy, not yeah. jobs that make you rich.
1: And the, so I the, think all of
2: them factor into that, that thing. is like, whoa, any change is bad. Fuck that. Well,
1: Except But there's it, also – I mean look, look at what happened to me, Kay, during my, my, my paternity leave thing. Yeah. Like there's also an element in there where it's just an, this obsolete outdated way of thinking – yeah. Where there's this idea that that's and this is I see a lot of this at the sea level um, management too, uh, where th- there's this idea that if you're not sitting at the desk in an office specifically designated for everyone to be at, work isn't going to get done. And, and I've talked about this story before, but let, let me just to the cliff's notes is COVID happened. We were all working from home. COVID ba- Biden got you know, elected. And so it was like back to work, fucking peasants. And so everyone started getting called back into the office. Well, you know, I, I recently, we we had a, another child. Uh, she was born in February. And I had told my boss, I'm like, look, I know we're going back into the office. I, am, I would prefer not to have like two to three months where I'm not there losing what's been going on and having to spend a whole bunch of time catching back up when I get back. Why don't you guys just let me work from home instead of doing paternity leave? And you guys don't lose an employee for two to three months. I don't miss out on anything that's going on during that time. We all win. And she's like, okay, I'll take it to him. And like the next day, she's like, no, we're not going to let you do that. And I was just like, okay. So luckily, you know, here, here in California, paternity leave is guaranteed. So I got like three months where I was just paid. I got paid leave. I took two of them. And so they lost me for two months, but here's the joke. Just before I left, COVID kicked back up and they sent everyone back to home to work. Yeah. And, they, and she tried to ask me, like, do you want And I'm like, no, nope. you guys made your choice. I just spent the last month getting all of my, my shit cleared off so that I wouldn't have to worry about anything. I'm taking the leave bye.
0: The but it was like,
1: thing. go ahead. Sorry. Ken.
0: I was going to say the interesting thing to me is that all of the science says that people are more productive when they're at home, that they do their yep. jobs better and they're happier. Yeah. Yep. I tend to
1: work longer hours because they're at home anyways. That's my
0: point. They work more, they do a better job and they're happier. Plus it is actually cheaper for the company. Mm -hmm. Jordan was making a a good point in chat. Like the part of it is, is this need to also justify corporate office building leases. It costs money to be in a building. And if they don't have a reason for that building to be leased, then yeah, there's not going to be a lease. Yeah. But, you know, what what else could we be doing with these corporate buildings? If everybody was, you know, back at their homes, like we'd figure Housing. something else out. No, of course. And that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would figure something else out to do with all these buildings. Tr- trust me. Anybody that owns them is going to figure something out. They're not going to go sit vacant for so for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, there, there's just no need for it. I, I work a job where I physically can't work from home. I, I go and I repair machinery for a living. Uh, there, is, there is no way for me to work remotely. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. But for people like Matt, who his job is purely technical on a computer,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: there is no reason, there is nothing that he can't do sitting in front of a keyboard, in front of a monitor at home, with a phone on his desk, And a pair of headphones on his head. There's nothing he could do that he can't do at home that he could do at the office if they let him. So why not? Because he's going to actually be more productive. He's going to actually be happier. This is a win win fucking situation. It costs them less. They get more out of you and you're fucking happier. What's the big fucking deal?
2: because it relinquishes their control and yeah. uh that's, they have buildings the they're renting yeah well
4: that's and if you meat. and if you look at like like i mentioned my husband and i cannot i mean i would i have been chomping at the bit for him to go back to the office because i mean he works literally in our bedroom overnight so i sleep on the couch two and a half years now but uh his company They expanded so much during COVID. They are saving so much money because they would have to build a whole new studio yep. if they brought all those people back to the office like this. And so, and also it's, I mean, they're doing, uh, you know, he's an editor and so there's a lot of equipment. And when I watch our electric bill go up, I'm like, wow, they're saving a lot of money. (laughs) But at the same time, I've still seen ways that they're trying to, Get that control like asking him to sign a contract to stick around because if you don't have a contract what are you doing with your free time you're looking for another job right (laughs) or i mean and i've read articles about teams how your your boss can monitor you through teams right and so they do they're they're trying to get that control however they can as this you know so-called battle between working from home i mean i don't even see it's a battle it just it seems like a win for everyone
2: yeah it's so stupid too because like again you have metrics if someone's not performing then they don't need then you find a different person for the job and it's no different than if they're working in the office if someone's not performing it's like it makes no sense like well we need to watch you on camera and track your mouse movement. who gives a shit did they accomplish the tasks that you wanted them to accomplish that you have said, I will compensate you X amount of dollars for this much time or things accomplished. Then good. Then what the fuck's your problem? You got what you wanted.
0: You paid for labor. You received the rewards. You fucking greedy capitalists. Like, What is the deal? Well, it it's because they have a warped idea of what, uh, what they're actually paying for. What yeah. they're paying for is for the things that they ask you to get done by a certain time what they think they're paying you for is your ass being in a seat for a certain amount of time and those two things don't actually equate because i don't know about you i've had jobs before where i literally was sitting around at at my desk for i don't know six or seven hours a day playing on my fucking phone because all my work was done but i had to be in the office because i i needed to repair the machinery i needed to be available they were paying for both in that case, but that's a, a very like that. That's not a normal concept. Most of the time they pay for X amount of time you go in and whatever you get done in that eight hours or whatever your time frame is, is what you get done. And instead, what they should be asking is here's what we want done today. However long it takes. Great. If it takes you four fucking hours to do eight hours worth of work. Great. I, I well, heard a story. Sorry, I was, let me tell the story. No, no. So I heard a story about a guy who wrote a macro to collate a bunch of information uh, every week uh, for for his job. And so he kept telling his job or the, the company that he was working for that he was that it took him all week to do this work. But really it took him about four hours on the Friday before to, to, to run the macro to collate all the data that he needed to do, and then he would just turn it in on Monday morning. Now, they never he never told them this until uh uh until he was about to be fired, and then he took his fucking macro with him. And they never found out because the work was getting done. It was what they paid him to do. Who gives a shit how how he did it? They were happy.
4: Mm-hmm. I think I think that the the problem, which I only recently realized um, with the quiet quitting articles, is that they <laughs> yeah, want I've, they I've want they want more. They fun. want more than that. They want more than that job that you were hired to do. Like you're hired to do the job, and you get it yes, done. Yes, they in want you to work for free. Yeah. They yeah. want you to actually do a lot of other people's jobs with that extra time and also work through your lunch. And, and, and it, I hate
1: that and term, it, though, too quiet quitting. That's not quiet quitting, you're yeah. doing your fucking job. Yeah. Like, why yeah. are we calling it quiet quitting? It's so well, because, stupid. Because so well,
4: term. Well, it's because it puts a negative connotation on the term so that people that only read the article title think people are being lazy when it's really it's really that they're just doing their job i mean it's it's very carefully worded i mean it's propaganda you know (laughs) it's very very carefully worded propaganda and i think that that probably boils it boils into all of this too which is that yeah you get your work done in four hours but you know you're there and they have all these other sh- employee shortages. So why don't you pick up some of that work too? Well, I mean, I know the reason why not to, but management doesn't, you know, um, my thing just turned red. So, so sorry, right, I hate a button. That was, no, it's
1: okay. My yeah. hand slipped on the mouse. That was my bad. Fuck your
2: job. Uh, fuck your boss. They are capitalists, and they are the goddamn enemy. Don't forget that. Feel free to yeah. use their do ex- place do exactly to pay what you your bills and survive. Um, but they are not your friends. It is not a family. No, no, no. You are selling yourself for the means for survival, and remember that they are your oppressors.
4: And you are replaceable.
2: Always. Do exactly
0: it's- what you get paid for, no more or no less. Yep. Um,
2: But that... Uh, that's about where we should cut it because it's been an hour and a half podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We always go long when we've got other people. It's almost like we like to talk to people or something. It's weird. No,
0: I hate talking to people. Fuck you guys. Are you kidding <laughs> me? We had we had Heather and Jordan.
2: I've been edging all day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, th- and for those of you listening, this is why we keep K in the dungeon. The old curmudgeon.
0: And and yes, Glimmer, um, I'll be going back to the dungeon soon. <laughs> <laughs> And again, also remember that solidarity matters. Like,
2: just like Kay, I also can't do my job from home. I love my fucking job.
4: Yeah,
2: My job's amazing. I cannot do it from home i still think everyone who can work yeah. from home should be yeah, able should. to work from home absolutely should and th- this lack of class consciousness is the real fucking problem um because people are like oh well my student loans like who gives i mean can you, can <laughs> yeah. you seriously can you imagine like thanks like the, the, the cure for cancer arrives tomorrow not fair my mom died from cancer <laughs> yeah. so no, one else, <laughs> to <live>. yeah, no <laughs> one else gets to live i think, I
3: think of ch- like child labor
2: yeah my kid had work, and yours has
3: Yeah, my kid got black lungs, so now your kid has <laughs> Yeah, it makes no
2: fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, It is a complete lack of empathy, and especially a lack of class consciousness, which is, remember, that's what your oppressors want from you. They do not want class consciousness. They want to keep you divided from everything, from race to religion to neighborhoods to zip codes to football teams. They want you divided on every single issue. It's why we have two political parties that all believe the same thing. so do not let that division happen stay together achieve class consciousness remember that every single person here who does not own the means of production is a fucking worker and a fucking human being and you have a responsibility to take care of other human beings so keep that in mind and we will be back here next week and until then take care yourselves take care of each other remember the revolution is you